Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. And I'm the second brother. And I'm Rika. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Okay, so um, this is another exciting episode, everybody. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this one because I've been looking forward to this one. This is uh, one that I'm actually looking forward to. Well, I look forward to every episode, as you know. I'm a big fan of this channel, um, but this one is quite personal. So mm. back to you, Mr. Phil. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, we're going to be looking at the power of enjoying your own company. The power of enjoying your own company. This is a topic that is easy for me because I think this is just me naturally. I love my own company, you know. I don't do that in a selfish way. It is just something that is naturally me. Whenever I find myself, I find something interesting to do. I, honestly, I I have been in situations where I hear people say that they're bored, and I'm looking at them like, how can you be bored? How is that possible, <laughs> you know? And one of the things is that uh, I had my youngest um, a few months ago. I think Rick, if you can remember, he was saying that he was bored, you know, and I, I kind of like poor land. I had to sit him down and say, look, man, <laughs> you are responsible for your, you know, situation. You don't, you don't, you can't be bored. Look, this is why you can't be bored. Anyway, he got it in the end. Mr. Claire, please, over to you. Well, yeah, it's, it's um, I think a lot of people in life don't realize, you know, they think company is what makes life, the spice of life. I have to go out, I have to go out and have fun because when I'm out, I'm with my friends, we're having a laugh, you know, girls night out for the ladies, you know, the guys, guys have a nice out as well for drinking and socializing and social, you know, you know, and then came COVID-19 lockdown. All of a sudden it's like, whoop, stop to the going out, you know, and now they're saying there might be another month of lockdown and people are like, lockdown, you know, you know, families that, <laughs> families that are stuck together, they, they you know, they, 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 they get the escape of school work. Now they're all stuck in the same household and they're looking each other, at each other saying, you know, do, do I really like you as a person? <laughs> So it's, it's like, you know, they have to have those conversations, maybe not verbally, but internally. Um, so, Mr. Phil, back to you. Well, you know, um, the situation that we're in right now in the world is unprecedented. We've never had it before. I have my own theories, but I'm not going to go into the conspiracy theories. Um, however what everybody can agree is that we never had this kind of thing before. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know there was a word like follow before. Mr. <laughs> Clay, did you know there was a word like follow? Follow. First time I heard it, I'm like, follow? <laughs> <laughs> follow? <laughs> I thought they made a mistake. Apparently, that is when they pay you for not doing anything. Okay, all right, okay. 
they pay you 80 percent uh okay follow you see so we're living in a time and of great change and when you're looking at great change when everything is in a flux one of the most powerful things you can have as an ally is enjoying your own company, figuring out what is going on. Do you get what I'm saying? You know? So um, I'm going to add over to Rick and then I'm going to basically start going into the tools that I use to enjoy my own company. Rick. Yeah, so enjoying your own company is very, very important to me and it I relate to it so much because I I went from obviously growing up with my brothers so there was literally no personal space <laughs> and then you know I had a, a group of friends and like we were like this literally inseparable and then going to uni and living by myself for the first time it was like the first time I'd ever heard silence before so it was very, it was very interesting for me. For, at first, I was a bit like, oh, um, I felt really weird because I'm like, oh, no one's talking. I'm, I'm usually used to a lot of noise around me, you know, people doing stuff, people I could talk to. But then when I was there in the silence by myself, you know, I really got to thinking that, wow, I don't think I've ever experienced this before. And ever since then, honestly, I have just been loving peace and you know quiet by yourself because you you get to reflect on your thoughts and you know you can go to many different places in your mind and just like explore and imagine but yeah <laughs> being in your own company I would advise everybody to to get to know themselves because before that I never knew myself if I'm mm. being very honest with everyone I didn't know who Rika was at all until I decided to actually take time from all my social people, you know, going out, partying, friends, and, you know, all of that stuff. I said, you know what, I'm, I'm over it. I need silence. And then coming to a time like this where we're in the pandemic and only God knows what's happening with everything, like having the knowledge that being by yourself is amazing and actually experiencing it as being amazing is it's very helpful because... In this time, people can go through a lot of rough issues. And like, when you're by yourself and you don't know yourself, you can be in turmoil. So I just I just encourage everybody to, you know, delve inwards and look at themselves and get to know who they are alone, you know, without mm. the people, without the interactions. Back to you. Wow. wow. That, is. that is so powerful, Rike, because what you said there about knowing yourself, um, I would just add to you know, actually get to liking yourself, Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. you know, because you know, um, there's so many, there's so many distractions, you know, we're in this world where everybody's on their mobile phone constantly, and we're only we're always looking outwards, mm-hmm. and you know, you need to start looking inwards because that inwards is actually where the power is. You know, yeah. the real power, the real power, the real secrets are mm-hmm. inside you, not outside. So um, understanding that and spending the time to know yourself, to like yourself, to remove things that you don't like about yourself, to work on those things, to make a list that, okay, you know what? 
maybe I don't have to be so aggressive or maybe I don't have to be so this. And, you know, why am I being so negative all the time? Why am I always picking on my friends or why am I always picking on people? Why am I always, why am I always negative? You know, okay, let me start. Let me, let me be positive. Be positive or be quiet, we were told many years ago. You know, if you have nothing positive to say, be quiet. <laughs> you know, so, you know, understanding that, that, you know, I don't have to be negative. I don't have to be um, somebody that people run away from. You know, let me, let me learn to understand why am I like that? Okay, let me change. You know, let me, let me be somebody that I like my own company. I like to be with me. And then people, others would like to be with you because you like to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, the minute you enjoy being with you and you're having fun with you, then others will be intrigued to want to be with you, believe it or not. You know, that's how it works. Because like Jim Rohn says, if you're expecting somebody to come and motivate you, or you're expecting somebody to come and make your day, make you happy, as, as, as you know, the new buzzword, uh, you need to make me happy. I need you to make me happy. I'm unhappy, so you have to come, you know, make me happy, you know. <laughs> You know, especially husband and wives. Okay, you might be laughing, but some wives actually expect their husbands, you know, like, I'm unhappy. You know, wife, husband, make me happy. It's your job. You know, you're not doing your job because I'm still unhappy. You know, even you turned up and you made me worse. You made me worse. You know. <laughs> you know. So it's it's no 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 We fucking have to go there man You made me worse I was already unhappy then you showed up then now I'm even worse you know so it's not their job to make you happy that responsibility is yours. You have to make you happy. You know, you have to take the time to meditate. Meditation is one something I do. You know, meditate. Exercise is another thing I do. You know, for your mental health. It's very important. You know, you don't need somebody to make you happy. That's your responsibility. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Well, um, I can relate so much to what Mr. Clay is talking about. That's why I was laughing, you know. Um, again, the buzzword out there is, I'm not happy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Make me happy. And uh, why are we using women's voice? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I'm not happy. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> one thing I've learned on this journey is that your internal reality reflects your external reality. Mm. And don't neglect your internal reality. Mm. If your internal reality is not good, your external reality cannot be good. Like in the same computer word, Geigo, 
garbage in, garbage out. Mm. If you do not put good stuff inside yourself, if you do not put, put good information, good vibration, invest in yourself, nothing good can come out. And if you do not put anything inside yourself to start enjoying your own company, like Mr. Kaleya said, you will not have anything to share with people that will attract them to you. So um, we're not even talking about attracting people to yourself. I was, we're talking about, which is very important, is um, learning to have fun with who you are, with no need of anybody or, or anything on the outside. When you've got that sorted, then you've got it. Quick story. Tibetan monks are notoriously famous for this. Tibetan monks, all they have for their entire life is a mat, their bowl for rice, and that's all they have in, as possession in this world. And they're renowned to be the most content group of human beings on earth they're very content because the key is what Rike said earlier on the key is that they have an internal journey and reality that is amazing they have an internal dialogue internal. there's so many places they can go on the inside <laughs> that Hollywood actors with millions of pounds feel empty and they go and seek out these Tibetan monks to go and find out what is the secret of your happiness. What is the secret? Here I am. I've got millions. I'm known all over the world. My face is in Hollywood movies. But I'm unhappy. Here you are. Like, like Sanguru always says, Sanguru says, here you are, you're living in bliss. Bliss. <laughs> you know? Here I got all the trappings, all the external stuff, but I'm distressed. I'm stressed. I'm angst. Here you are. All you have, you don't even have a bank account. You don't even have a mobile phone. All you have is your bowl for rice. And mm. sometimes the rice that they get has no stew. <laughs> <laughs> rice with no stew and the guy is more happy could there be a secret there the secret is there's a journey on the inside that reflects on the outside so as it is on the inside so should so will it be on the outside if you're not happy on the inside you cannot be happy no amount of people or things can make you happy on the outside Rike yeah I agree, and I'm living proof of that. People always ask me, oh, why are you so happy? Oh, you're always so bubbly and cheerful. And that is lit. I, I never used to be so bubbly and cheerful. I used to be uh, angry. I used to be <laughs> aggressive sometimes. And, you know, it got to a point where I was like, oh, you know, 
the people that I was interacting with, they would tell me about myself and I'd be like, oh, oh, you guys, you just don't, you don't like me or something. And then I had to think and take that time and speak to myself and be like, why are they telling me that? It must be something that I'm doing that is causing people to have that reaction to me. And I thought, do you know what? I don't want that anymore. I'm going to change that. And ever since I said I'm going to change it, I took the active steps of developing myself and focusing on myself rather than my external in order to become a more wholesome person, more caring, more gentle, more kinder, you know, just somebody that wouldn't want to harm anybody. And that all came from within me. I had to listen to myself. And that's one thing that I learned on, on this journey that I'm on, that listening to yourself is key very very key because I had an experience where I was going through so much stuff and everything was very negative and I was very very sad and something spoke to me and it said how can I tell you what to do how can I guide you if you don't listen to yourself mm. so you know it's, it's very important to love yourself number one because loving yourself is hard you you would think oh I don't like this thing about me oh I don't like that I'm not good enough in this but Knowing that you're good enough and you're enough is all that matters, literally. Like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing when you begin to love yourself and actually appreciate who you are, even the smallest little things. So, yeah, I, I just encourage everybody once again, start loving yourself because once you love yourself, you're, you in turn are able to love others more, mm. you know? So, over to you. <laughs> wow. Okay, that is so powerful there. What you said there about listening to yourself. Mm. Hmm. I, I, I just had to say maybe a big hmm, you know, on that one. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to yourself. Um, you know, you have the tools to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. If only you listen, because less you listen to yourself. Let's say, for example, some, you know, somebody tells you, okay, let's all go out for a run. And or, or let's go out somewhere, you know, and something tells you from inside, like, no, no, don't go. You know, and you say, you know what? I'm gonna go because everybody wants to go and you drag along, and then you end up regretting you went, mm-hmm. you know, and you deflated because you went. But if mm-hmm. you listen to yourself in, in initially, so it's all about getting yourself to, to, to where you respect listening to yourself, respecting. This is what I value. This is what I want to do. You know, it might, I might not be popular right now with you guys, but I want to I want to do this, you know, and letting them go because that's listening to yourself. That inner peace is what you're after. Yeah. You know, that inner peace, that inner joy, you know. Um, I, I was watching a program today and um, a guy called Gary Speed came up. Gary Speed is a famous footballer, one of the best footballers of his generation. And not only was he a successful footballer, he was a successful manager as well. And um, and one day he just committed suicide and nobody could understand because from everybody that he spoke to, he was a very happy person. He, um, you know, everybody only has good to say about him. Only has good to say about him. But then there's this this internal dialogue that nobody was privy to, even his closest friends, that he was struggling, you know, with these things, you know. 
So um, it's very important to listen to yourself, to get the help you need. You know, even if it's, you know, if you say, okay, I've done everything you will ask me, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm still not happy. I'm still, I'm still not enjoying myself, my company. You know, get help. Don't be, don't, don't suffer in silence. You know, speak out. Um, ask for professional help, you know, because, and, and, and the first step is just opening up and talking about it, you know, and you'll find out that you're not the only one struggling, you know, so um, it's, 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 it's one of the key things you can do. Don't be, don't feel, um, don't feel marginalized or feel um, that you can't speak up about these things. You know, it's very important that you get the help. Mr. Phil. Yeah, very quickly, I just want to um, say to, listening to Rike there, you see, this is what confirms that even as a parent, you are a parent, however, your children have come for their journey. Sitting here and hearing Rike hear that, hearing Rike say that she was sad, I'm like, what, what, when, when, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, Henry K say that she was going through a lot. I'm like, when did I miss that? What, when did that happen? <laughs> you know? And, and I'm sitting here and I'm in awe of the fact that regardless of how much you love your children, they too have to go on their journey. And it can only hope that they use the tools that is available to them. Like Rike is saying that, you know, there was a time she was known as angry. I'm like, whoa, really? You know, there was a time she was, she went through her really sad period. And she told me about that. And I didn't know she was, she was sad. I just thought she looked different because she had a lot of makeup then. <laughs> <laughs> She was always looking like a glamour model. I didn't know that underneath all that makeup was some sadness. Rike, please. Do you know, all of that was, it was, it was like a mask I was wearing. In fact, it was a mask, literally. It was covering up all my hatred for myself at the time, because I love myself now. <laughs> <laughs> all of the sadness, all of the anger. And like, when I, when I say I was angry and sad, like looking back on it retrospectively, I had nothing to be upset about. Obviously things happen and maybe I'm just trying to lay off whatever I go through as something very minor. But when I think of it compared to like, you know, now, I had nothing to be sad about. I just was pitying myself instead of being proactive and, working towards what I wanted so I stopped pitying myself and I started saying hey you want to change so change you know mm. like I cried out many times to the universe and I said look I'm tired of this I don't want this anymore and once I started listening to myself and once I stopped neglecting myself because people neglect themselves they they're too they're too busy looking after other people okay I understand, you know, you may have family, you have to look after kids, loved ones. But when you 
focus all of your energy and attention on the external, be it your loved ones, you tend to neglect yourself. And, you know, in order for you to be a good person in order to help them, you have to also, you know, help yourself. So just listening to yourself and appreciating yourself and not neglecting yourself is able to allow you to produce and be more of a better person to the people around you and your loved ones. So, you know, like getting the help you need. Me, it was listening to books, listening to audios and reading and just having, taking walks, exercising and, you know, just listening to music and things. It may not be a lot, but that's what helped me and just trying to understand that, look, <laughs> I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. So I'm, I might as well enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's, let's quickly tell them a story, Rick, eh? that story. Um, yeah. You know, that day that you call, because some people will look at you and they think, oh, well, I think, I think they're getting this, the idea now that you to go through your own struggles, you know. <laughs> but I can remember that day that you called me and you were in the train station and you're like, and sometimes people, Rika was in a crisis in this situation. And um, a lot of people would think that I baby Rika, but I didn't because no. what happened in that situation no. was that she called me and she was frantic, like she was going to die. And I then, <laughs> so I then asked her some questions. Rika, tell them what happened. Yeah, so disclaimer, I tend to be very overdramatic. <laughs> <laughs> but what had happened was um, I was actually leaving uni for um, the summer. I was going back home and that was when I decided, you know what, there was just a lot, of, a lot going on. So I said, okay, I'm going to go home. And in fact, it was even a day before my birthday. So I was even very pressured, you know, around birthday times, things get a bit, you know, somehow. <laughs> but yeah, so I had packed all my things thinking I didn't take a lot so I shouldn't be traveling with much imagine I had like six big bags two massive suitcases and I was meant to go and travel by train from Leicester to London <laughs> so I'm there like okay yeah I got my bag I got my suitcase let's go I took everything downstairs uh, <laughs> I'm trying to pull things nothing is moving <laughs> so clearly <laughs> I had overpacked and I wasn't strong enough either. So my train was meant to be coming in like 20 minutes and I was like 10 minutes away. So I always try and put a bit more time in front of me so that if anything happens, you know, I, I can still be on time. But within those 20 minutes, I couldn't move and I, I tried to call taxi, there was no taxi. And then I called my dad, I'm like, dad, my train, I don't know what to do, I'm going to miss my train, and I can't carry everything, it's too heavy, and, da -da -da -da, and all sorts, and I was just crying and breaking down to him, and he was like, hold on, <laughs> why, are you being, why are you being emotional? <laughs> That's what he asked me, <laughs> why are you being emotional? And then I was like, wait, it's true, <laughs> let me calm down, he's like, take a breath, calm down, what's happened? Then I started telling him, oh yeah, no, no, no. And he was like, so um, can you not get another train? Oh no, 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 there's no more train and everything, everything. <laughs> you get a coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can get a coach. <laughs> but how am I gonna get to the <laughs> do this, do that? But funny thing is as well, like while I was there, um, 
just being dramatic and being authentic on the phone to my dad after he had calmed me down and told me to be practical some guy offered to take me to the um to the to the train station and he was actually a cabbie but he was like off duty so it was like very very I needed this and it happened so yeah <laughs> that told me stop being emotional and fix up <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, to be honest, um, when she called me, I just knew that there's all this crying and all this shouting is not going to solve the problem. Are we going to solve the problem or not? <laughs> and sometimes that might sound very cruel, but I'm, I'm so glad I really can learn a lesson that day because I've seen her handle situations like that after that, you know. And again, those are the tools that we learn as we go along you know i just um told her to share that story so because some people may think that everything just works fine <laughs> not all the time <laughs> not all the time but what we do is we get better mm-hmm. what we do is we learn better skills mm-hmm. so that when hard time comes we are better equipped to handle them later yeah it's very it's very amazing how, you know, each time you you bring a crisis to Mr. Phil, it's always, it's always okay, 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 okay. Detach yourself from the crisis. <laughs> First of all, just remove yourself from the crisis. And you're like, no, 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 no I don't want to remove myself. I have to fix it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Take yourself. It's, it's not going to be the end of the world. <laughs> you know, and you feel like, you know, Okay, I'm in a minute. He's right. <laughs> it's not going to be the end of the world. So um, I've been I've had one of those one or two occasions where I've had those conversations with him as well. And um, you know, it's always good to put things in perspective. Mm. You know, mm. and know that um, you know we we improve ourselves so we can handle situations better. And tough times don't last. Mm-hmm. You know, tough people do. That's it, mm-hmm. right there. Tough time don't last. Tough yeah. people. Back to you, Mr. Phil. So, all of you listening to us, you may be in Nigeria. I don't care where you are. You could be in China. You could be in Russia, whatever. Like Mr. Kinnear said, tough times don't last. Tough people do. One of the things our mentor, our remote mentor, Jim Ron says, is don't wish things were easier. Mm. Wish you were better. Ooh. <laughs> in Nigeria don't wish things were easier wish you were better hmm. work on yourself and things will be easier for you okay don't work on things work on you hmm. and that's what we've done for ourselves that's what we've done on ourselves we've got so many things that we're doing here that we've got you guys in mind, you know, and we will engage. So leave comments. We're here. Don't be shy. (laughs) Like the videos. We'll respond, you know, and uh, we're looking to make friends around the world. If this is resonating with you, if this is not resonating with you, don't leave a comment. (laughs) No, leave a comment. Leave a comment. Just joking. Just joking. But but bottom line is that I'm saying that, that, that we understand that this will not resonate with everybody. Yeah, but for those that this resonates with, 
connect with us. We're here. Rick, uh, um, Mr. Claire, let's round up and just talk us out. Yes, everybody like, comment and subscribe if this resonates with you. Um, we're just here to help empower you guys and just share knowledge and inspiration and love and peace and prosperity. So <laughs> I'll see, see you guys next time. Yes, see you next time. Thank you. God bless. Speak to you later. Bye. Hey, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Guess what I said? I said speak to you later. No, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.